Hi, and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. We are three aspiring writers uh, hoping to get published uh, sooner rather than later <laughs> at this point. Um, so I'm Cathy, and I'm writing a rom-com, and I'm with... Maura, and I'm writing some things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. And, <laughs> and I'm Kate, and I'm writing things as well. A uh, short story and um, fantasy fiction novel. Okay, all right, so then will we start with a writing update then and uh, ask how you're getting on? How are the short stories going? They are going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're going. Uh, yeah, I, I have about a third of what I hoped to write, so my goal was 5,000 words. Okay. Well, I don't I have to write the story. Who knows if the story will be 5,000 words or not? It's yeah. it's about a third of the way. The story is a third of the way there. So. Okay. And is it turning out like how you planned it, or? It is more or less. Okay. Because I'm learning through this short story process that I, I just kind of I've been writing down the idea kind of for. <clears throat> I won't elaborate much on on an idea. I'll just kind of say, so and so went over here. Yeah, okay. And so I, my plan is to go back over it and make it pretty. Okay, yeah. okay. So you're learning the art of brevity. Yes, okay. yes. Well, I can do that pretty well. <laughs> okay, okay. But the paragraphs are like two or three sentences. Like, right, okay. And, okay, okay. And to me, it just, I mean, but the action, I mean, there's things that are happening that it does, maybe it doesn't need much yeah. evaluation or anything. Okay. Sounds very good. Um, All right, Kate's trying to pass it on to Morris. So, to we'll like you. You. <laughs> so I have continued mine on a Rimo thing, but um, you know I'm nowhere near the NaNoWriMo goal, so I won't be winning. But I have written twenty five thousand words. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm like, if I kind of that means I'm averaging a thousand a day or so, which is really good. Which like really it's amazing. Be, yeah, um, up for it all, and um, yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's been good. I still don't really know what my story is, but it's, like, and definitely, obviously, it's become unwieldy, and I've kind of had to hit the point where I've actually, my, you know, kind of going, well, you need plot points. And I have, like, no idea if this is going to be something or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely, um, it might just, I, you know, there's even bits where I'm like, now, did I forget what I said here or did here, you know, and I need to go back and check that. But then I'm like, don't get obsessed with that, just keep going. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's just the way to produce the wordage, you know? Yeah, so in a way, like, it's been a great exercise in knowing that you can actually write that much if you just kind of mm-hmm. go with it. Um, I like the story I'm writing, although I'm not sure where it's going, but I think it's a good exercise for me, actually, mm-hmm. because of the nature of the story, that it's so completely different to the other thing I was writing. Mm-hmm. And that oh, you were saying this with all the feelings in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like, and it's funny, I was kind of chatting to someone on some forum about NaNoWriMo and people who have, like, finished and all that, and I'm like, oh God, and someone said, oh, dialogue, just put bits of dialogue, and I'm like, when you have one character, it's <laughs> really hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a monologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, one continuous yeah so because it's first person and then even like dialogue seemed to not fit and I didn't to be honest I haven't really d- done much but you know um I don't know whether it's incredibly boring actually or not <laughs> um but we'll see I, do, I think it doesn't really matter it's a really good exercise in turning it out mm-hmm. yeah um and it's definitely refreshed my writing in a way that like 
being just being annoyed at your edit. Yeah. You know? But I, I am aware, obviously, that if this was going to be a thing, it would need massive work, and I don't want to do that, so, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, so, I would like, continuing, and I think if I hadn't done Signed Up to NaNoWriMo, I wouldn't have written anything, mm-hmm. so. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is great. Yeah, yeah I, I'm. I'm really glad that I've done. Well, I haven't signed up officially with yeah. Nanorimo, but yeah, so you don't have a grant. So I don't have a grant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is my downfall. But I mean, there is a thing. As it's going, I can see the graph getting further and further out of reach, and I think that's yeah. a little bit depressing. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like go back to the fact that you've written a thousand words a day. Mm-hmm. Like even though some days obviously I couldn't write, but like. I was away over the weekend and I actually wrote about 5,000 words in one day. Like, that's, that's actually the absolute maximum I can do in a day and that's yeah. only when I don't do anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, basically, if I give a whole evening to it, it I can get, like, 2,000. But sure. that's yeah. it, you know? Well, I was listening to um, another author speaking and she had gone... She had been kind of like a, a part-time writer, if you know what I mean. She had a full-time job mm-hmm. and writing in the evenings mm-hmm. and lunchtimes and stuff like that a lot of her life. And she had gone full-time. And she said, actually, during kind of her lunch times and her breaks, mm. she used to write about seven hundred words. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's her max. So yeah. given all, yeah, given all the hours in the day, oh, and she can only can, do seven hundred good words yeah. in you one day. You can write a novel in a year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. But yeah. like, you know, it's like in terms of NaNoWriMo and yeah. they're churning out huge well, the only thing numbers. I would say is like, I wouldn't want to like. It's been hard to fit it in. It's been like I felt the guilt of not having done it. You know, I'm like I haven't done anything in a few days, and you know, a lot of been happening this month, and you know, I'm like, oh shit, I better go down. And, and so, like, I have been enjoying the writing, so it's not been torturous. But it has meant that I'm like, don't I haven't like I haven't gone to the cinema as much because I'm like, no, 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 I have one evening free this week. Mm, I need yes. to try and catch up with yeah. that ever moving graph. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> but then that's good because it's all about prioritization. You know, but I wouldn't like to be always like this. No, because, no, you know. No. Well, it's okay to do everything for a stint. It's, yeah, it's, yeah guess, no, it's a good, it's a yeah. good thing to do for a month. And honestly, I think if I did do it for two months, I would have a novel or a right. first draft. Oh, novel. sure, yeah, yeah. But um, I think I probably would crack. Yes, and also like it's so rambling. Who knows where it's going? Yeah. you know. You need yeah. to be going to the yeah. cinema more often. Absolutely, yeah. everybody does. Everybody, <laughs> universally. Okay, so my yeah. yeah, my writing. Um, so I have started playing around with book two. Um, mm. I have. I really want to make it in the first person, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I got stuck in book one. Okay. Um, trying to force. I, I had loads of funny things you could say, but you can only say it in your head if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, I thought right, well, I'm just going to start in first person. So I started some of that. Um. And I have been getting the edits, um, so the development. Oh, have you gotten them? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I've gotten. She, like, she's really great, to be honest. Yeah. Um, she remember she read my first mm-hmm. uh, yeah, ten that. pages or something, yeah. and she yeah. would like loads of edits, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Scrap it all! It's all crap." Um, and I went back and I did the restructure, and mm. I sent her kind of the new restructure. She was like, "Oh, it's much improved." Yeah. So yes. I was like, "Yay, well yeah. done, It was, um, but. Yeah. Then she'd like obviously loads of comments because yeah. she's an editor and that's what she's job is there to do. She's not there to say, well done, Gathy. Um, so, and actually, um, so she had lots of edits, really good points. Some I was like, I think, this, I think when she reads the entire novel, some of the things she's saying will make more sense. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't necessarily mean it will stay in the novel. It'll just make more sense as to why it was there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so really good so far. She's going to start it this week. Okay. She's going to do it over the next two weeks and then I'm going to have it back in time for Christmas break. So I'm going to do loads of stuff over the Christmas yeah. break. So that's my... 
little writing plan. Mm, that's great. But this leads us into, uh, somebody else was reading it, right? <laughs> and their overall comment was that the two characters fall in love very quickly, very conveniently, <laughs> uh, right around the time that I need them to fall in love. <laughs> the love seems very fake. And they then have a series of arguments and end up happily ever after. And it was like, really? Really? So uh, this got me thinking about Irish people and uh, whether we're equipped to write rom-com. Okay. So I feel like, you know, there's plenty of Irish writers out there who write very, very good rom-com. But I feel like they have overcome a number of obstacles <laughs> to, to get where they are, right? And this came to me when I was um, doing some research because I was like, okay, like really all I need to do here to solve this problem mm. is to figure out what are the beats of a, a rom-com mm. book or novel or, mm. you know, um, and just fix my beats because that's what I did in my structure. Yeah, I figured yeah, out what's yeah. the structure put it into the mm. boxes right so the kind of generic rom-com structure is um, and there's seven points right so the first one is the chemical equation I love the names of these things they're very good and this is a setup so this is like you know boy is one type of thing girl is another type of thing oh, right the next thing is the cute meet so this is the catalyst where they meet and they're like get away from me I, you know yeah. uh, then number three is the sexy complication um, so <laughs> unknown sexy yeah number four is the hook so this is the midpoint as we would normally know it uh, number five is the swivel, which is the second turning point. Yeah. Uh, six is the dark moment where there's a crisis. Yeah. And then joyful defeat is the resolution. Mm. I was like, I'm not sure love and happily ever after should be called joyful defeat. Joyful defeat. <laughs> fighting against. And yeah, I don't know. I, or I, is I, it like men being beaten down? They're like, you will love me. I was just thinking, like, I was, somebody commented that the second Captain America film followed yeah. all the beats of a rom-com. Oh, really? <laughs> like, between him and Falcon. Like, they bump into each other while they're oh. jogging. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, like right. they meet somewhere else accidentally. <laughs> that everything is, he's in trouble. It turns up on the doorstep. I can't, I have nowhere else to go. So I have a change of clothes. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can watch Captain America in a very different life now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, the, the, the B story in any kind of in any movie in the standard thing is called a romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it follows this kind of pattern sometimes for the most part, but it might not necessarily be between a, you know, romantic right, couple. Like, yeah. yeah, it might just be like, like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Do you mean like the love of the city and the love of but the There life. might be something like, or just a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it can be a relationship, it can be a friendship, it can be so not like a buddy a, movie. Yeah, not like a romance. It can be, it like can be a romance, but yeah. it's often like to uh, buddy cops and, okay. you know, okay. yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, and that basically is what I'm trying to get to, because yeah. it's my B story, most definitely, mm-hmm. right? Hot fuzz. Don't think that question, if you could ever write anything, Hoffos is what I wish I had written. It's awesome. Um, so okay. I was looking up what culture and it was because I was like, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. I don't mm-hmm. want to be too predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was throwing out kind of like the, um, these are the predict- really predictable plot yeah. points that sure. just kill it, right? Yeah. So they go from the cute meat, so boy meets I, girl. I have always heard it was called the meat cute. In my head, so every time you say keep me, I'm like, and I could be wrong, but you know, in yeah, movies it's called the meat cute. Okay, 
Well, they were calling it the cute meat on this. <laughs> anyway, so they were like giving out about boy meets girl or boy meets boy or girl meets girl. I'm just using yeah. boy meets girl just yeah. for the convenience of it. You know, boy loves dogs, girl loves cats. What will they ever do, right? She's <laughs> like, he's relaxed. Yeah, they'll never match, right? <laughs> then you have the development, which is throwing them into like constant contact, mm-hmm. even though these people clearly stuck hate each other. Stuck in an island together, yeah. stuck have, in an office together. It's not even that like, you know, that they like, you know... He likes cats, she likes dogs, and yet they both work at the marketing firm. We're like, what is got <laughs> anything to do because with it? Of course, people in movies are always in marketing, architects, journalists, real jobs. Yeah, yeah. they're only they're yeah. they're like the only jobs that anyone in Hollywood knows. Yeah. Like. Well, it's like that comedian, uh, Darrow Breen. He doesn't do that. Like, you know, you talk to the audience and you ask them what is their job. He's like, I stopped doing that because people are not saying postman anymore. People are saying these random things. Yeah. And he's like, I haven't a clue what that is. And I can't make it funny because I don't know what it is. So anyway, yeah. So then there's the friend moment mm-hmm. where there's like the second stringer from like TV or some comedian where it's like, you're totally falling for him. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then some random mentor appears, which is always like an actor of a bygone era mm. who is like, you know, look at me. I used to be good in the 70s, but now <laughs> I'm broke because it's due a recession. So I'm here. But, you know, look me up. And then there's like padding where like boy and girl fall in love, but they deny it because to make the movie longer. And then there's like this non-fixable issue where like there's like a total misunderstanding where like, you know, one character walks in the other character just at the wrong moment or, mm-hmm. you know, overhears yeah. something. Yeah. He looks like he's about to kiss a girl, but actually he's removing an eyelash. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> and like, you know, there's all oh, drama. And then there's like the exit where, you know, one of them is like, oh, I can't deal with this. I'm emigrating and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the chase. Running after in the airport. Yeah, yeah. the guy is yeah. like, oh, oh don't the leave airport. me. <laughs> Yeah, so he's chasing after her and then there's no like, regard for security control. Well, it's meant to be funny. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, he falls over like bags, yeah. you know, even though anybody who chases after anybody never falls he's over get, anything. He's getting arrested and strip searched. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a romantic liaison as well. <laughs> there, there's your joyful defeat right there. It's <laughs> a whole different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although they turn out to be very happy together, mm-hmm. um, and then there's the grand statement when he like he eventually catches up with her, and he's like, "Oh, I love you," blah blah blah. And then there's like the pull out ending, where it's just, like the big smooch, and everybody's gonna live happy ever after. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I couldn't possibly make that up. Sorry, folks. <laughs> You're so cute, but not. <laughs> So we're back after the laughing. Okay. <laughs> it's what it was called. I didn't make it up. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, my whole problem is, right, that that's set up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it happens in other countries, right? But that's not how romance no. happens in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> no, really not. So, we don't I, go on dates. We don't. What do people do nowadays? They go for they coffee. Yeah, or right. a pint. So come here, I had I had the Irish context set okay. up, right? So the way mm. I see it, and it's been a couple of years since I was mm. out there, but anyway... Boy meets girl, usually in some sort of pub or possibly on the drunk, yeah. yeah, or on the internet or something like that. Mm. There's some initial yeah. like banter or mm-hmm. flirting. A few flirting. Negotiation also. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk negotiation. Yeah, it's a very strong word for what Irish people do. And um, oh, yeah. and numbers are exchanged, right? <laughs> yeah. And then there's a date, there's like some mm-hmm. coffee, and mm-hmm. basically you're trying to figure out if the other person's a psycho or not. Um and you're kind of looking for similarities. That's yeah. the usual yeah. sort of thing. Then there's many, many more dates and you're like, you know, growing on each other over time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not spaz, I thought he was, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then uh, many, many years later, there's like declaration of love and there's like... Yeah, and happy an alternative of that is you meet every Saturday night in the place that you go to and get drunk, right? Yes. You have a romantic dalliance. We'll just call it that. <laughs> right. It's not romantic. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> 
every Saturday for six months with the same person. But there's snogging involved. Oh, there might be more than snogging involved. I'm just right. saying, yes. I'm just going to class it okay. as romantic dalliance, okay. right? Okay. Okay. And then after six months, you go to the cinema on a Tuesday and then you're actually going out. Which is fine, right? So that that is the steady progress, okay? So basically, the Irish context is steady progress, right? You start off, maybe it's all right, maybe she's all right. Actual romantic relationships that are actual relationships and not, you know, precursors to horrific life together. Because we're completely unseen. No, yeah, she likes cats and he likes dogs, they're never going to together. So, like, I was like, right, so then I was writing my book, okay? So this brings me back. Um, my book, what I've tried to do is, in so far as humanly possible, while writing a fictional novel, represent the Ireland that I live in. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like there's a lot of books out there that represent different elements of Irish society, yeah. different times in our, you know, everything, yeah. you know, they, they, in the city, out of the city, all this sort of stuff, right? It's just, it's not the Ireland that I actually inhabit. Mm-hmm. I, I recognise it, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. fine, yeah. but I'm not there. So I really struggle writing a rom-com that fits the, like, the beats mm-hmm. when sure. I have never seen a romance. Happen that way. Yeah. 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 And this is my huge difficulty. And this is why the romance in my book is coming across so fake. Well, because as well as I've tried to stick it into a number of weeks, mm-hmm. um, because that's what the book is kind of over so I don't have years and years for them to like grow on each other yeah. and you know <laughs> beat each other down, yeah. And, yeah. you know whatever else. So like, I'm really stuck. I don't really know. I like. I feel like if I go to the to the rom com mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. it's not the same as doing the structural edit because the structural mm-hmm. edit I didn't really change the true story. I just changed the way it was delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas if I go to these points, yeah, I will change the actual story. And I feel like mm-hmm. that would be more contrived than what I have. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, there is the question. Is it more a rom-com? Or is it kind of... Thrillery. A, a, Paper. A comedy kind of... Crime. Well, it's, yeah, it's like a crime. It's, it's like a heist. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. remember that? Yeah, um, what was that one with all the people in it? Oh, Ocean's Eleven. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you got that from that. But yes. um, I'm good at shreds. Yes, you are. I imagine. Yeah. Um, that was like, and it has like a, a romantic element. In but it's it. very peripheral. Well, and mine is too. Although, see, it's the main character. Well, see, so I think that might be. I think this would be like if you bring the romance to the fore, you follow those beats. If you, if it's the is it plot, the, it, yeah, is the the crime yeah, that's being I'm trying to think of like if you try and think of oh, I suppose I'm thinking of films, but like or even books that like are about something else, but they're like almost all films have a romance in them, like that yeah, story being romance, and it's and, and thankfully now some of them don't, which is mm-hmm. like a really yes. recent thing. But nearly, if you think about it, like all of the things that were about things happening. And then the romance that's happening around that, like the midpoint naked arse shot, yeah. and that kind of thing, right? Um, <laughs> Some of us live for that shot. <laughs> I don't know, I'm all over it. Yeah. Um, uh, to just think about, like, you know, is it someone, maybe it's someone giving someone else the glad eye, you know, and yeah. that's kind of it, you know? Like, or But then I was like, that's what I have. So, like, I have, like, boy meet girl meet, they, you know, he. But I wonder, do you have too much? I wonder, do you oh, have two of kind of like of two kind of almost equal stories vying here, and you, maybe you need to bring one to the fore and one to the back, mm-hmm. and make a decision about that. 
whichever one it is, and then follow the beats. But it's kind of inter it's intertwined, if you know what I mean. Sure, but what's the more important? So, what's your A story? I don't what's know. What's your B story? <laughs> Stop asking me that question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I know. Like, I mean, I have trouble with the emotional stuff. Like, I was going to have a romance in my movie, and then I just didn't. It just didn't. It, it, didn't. it didn't seem real. But I remember at the very start of book club when mm. the five first joined, and everyone was talking about writing like basically erotica or romance novels and I just went no well I didn't want to write anything anyway but I I would be the worst writer of romance like that's when I came up with the joke that I could Mm. write the awkward romance one where everyone's just very uncomfortable (laughs) like (laughs) you know it's not awkward silences (laughs) clammy hands Or just avoiding, like, you know, situations. Yeah, two people are meant to be together, but just <laughs> yeah. decide that it's so much better if they don't. Yeah, they just avoid it. No, I, I, I'm just going to hang out over here instead. Because even at some point, uh, and I probably shouldn't give away this uh, dynamite idea for a project on the podcast, but uh, anyway, um, <laughs> someone someone said, oh, your next movie should be about, because it was going on holidays with two other women, that, you know, two women go together, it's the end of the world, and um, there's one man left. And both me and my friend that were there just went, I mean, we want anything to do with him. You're on your own path. <laughs> Don't think you can hang around here now on your bike. Uh, <laughs> Why can't you write romance? I don't understand. <laughs> what are you actually going to do? And then it's, I mean, like, it's funny because I think another point where I'm just like, what? Well, you know, what do you find attractive? And you're like, competence. competence. <laughs> like, I mean, a man who knows how to actually, you know, be an adult. I'm all over that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so like, I, you know, I find... There's, um, that's what to say. I'm going to say there's virtual moments as I relate to it, and then you'll see me crying at something like Pride and Prejudice. You oh, know? Yeah. But there has to be some quality, I think, that I find is lacking in an awful lot of romantic. Like, mm. um, oh, when well, we were talking about old movies earlier, but I watched Scrooge to there a while ago, probably last Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, actually, no, you know what? This is a terrible movie because he's a horrible person. Why is she waiting around for him? He's a yes. horrible person. Yes. Like, even, even though he's flawed, and even if he realizes stuff, why, why is yeah. she here, the good person, kind of waiting for this horrible person? That is a terrible relationship mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even even the gooder version of him is dreadful. Like yeah. and so things like that. I'm like, that's just awful. I don't, you know. And you see, and this all kind of intrigues me about like uh, romance in the real world. It's not perfect. Do you know what I mean? And I right. just don't understand why we can't write books that really reflect that it's not perfect, yeah. but it's nice, and lots of people want it, but. You know, it doesn't well, follow it, beats. And if it's not perfect, it's truer. Yes. You know, like, because it's something deeper and real and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I find that... I, I really dislike most romantic books. I mean, I really yeah. dislike them. Like, not just... I might be neutral on a lot of types of books, but, like, if it's something romantic... And it's not that, like... If I think something is kind of... Real, like, I'm a crier of weddings, I you know? But <laughs> yeah. if I read fictional romance, I'm like... 
is like. And I wonder is because yeah. it's following these beats. No, I think it's because the characters are dreadful generally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, think I they read don't... them. I read some. Like oh, I have read them in the past. I read some of them, and I don't think they're all terrible. It's the same as rom com well, movies. I, I haven't I like read them all. Movies. I don't read a lot of them, so I yeah. can't. Like mm. that's well, like saying if you go to the theatre once every five years, and the one thing you happen to go in five I years' time the... is crap. Different example. Like I wouldn't find a strong lead into romances personally. Like. I wouldn't, I'm not saying I haven't read kind of, but it's not a genre I'd go to because a mediocre one in that genre will not entertain me the way a mediocre kind of comedy book would or, yeah. you know, like I'm not mad into thrillers either. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm not saying that it's a, as a genre, it's crap or anything like that. I'm just saying like, I don't connect with the stories that are told about romance. But I think that's wrong because everybody, everybody wants love in their life of some sort and everybody yeah. should connect with it. So I'm like, why can't we tell those stories properly? Well, like yeah. I, I have thought about writing it like a what it's really like to be single movie because I've mm-hmm. never seen that on screen. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, like they're always like they're always like oh, somebody's seriously lacking something or I, I hate you know what like a lot of romances dressed up as the woman needs to be taught a lesson. You know, and well, I hate that. Well, I, or more, I just I hate it's the romance dressed up as the man needs to change. Oh, they're the ones no, that bother yeah. me as well. <laughs> or, so, you know what I hate about okay, yeah. the romances that the girl has two men to choose from. Oh yes, the we all have that problem. Madly in love with. Him. I have the madly hot next door neighbor just waiting for me to realize he's there. <laughs> I'm thinking of your neighbors, and I'm like, I think one's seventy at one like <laughs> The Princess Bride. Okay, I like that one. I like that one, too. and I think it's really good. But it's not a good romance. Though. It's not a good romance. Why not? She's she is a horrible. horrible. I'm, I'm sorry, he's dreadful. Like <laughs> as a 37 year old woman, I punch Wesley. As you wish, roll down the hill. I'm going to be really patronizing to you and condescending. I love The Princess Bride. Caveat: I love The Princess Bride, but Wesley is incredibly condescending. She's so horrible. horrible. She's, She's so dumb. horrible. Right, he's been off at sea, yeah, working back. his ass off in and dangerous areas. You know, and he's really mean to her because she ditched him and moved yeah. on to like what's his so name up in the castle. The foundation of a good relationship. Well, no, no but the foundation of their relationship there. was like she bossed him around, yeah, because she could, and then he's like. Oh, she's so pretty. I'm going to do everything she says. Okay. Well, it's not that. It's that he has yeah. to. It's his job. So basically, it's sexual harassment. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I love the princess bride. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love it too. But, but, you know, when you look at it and you're like, God, that's not romantic. Like, it's a lovely... I, it, I think it's the fairy story and it's dashing and, it's, and I think yeah. that's what's great about it. Like, and um, the characters are wonderful. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it, I think... The romance is the catalyst rather than there's the something else is the catalyst acting on the romance. And actually, you know, yeah. now that you say it, it's very much set up. So, like, the first five minutes or whatever is like setting yeah. up that they're madly in love and he has to go off and earn money. And then yeah. the movie starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So. Yeah, so I think that almost then the romance wonder... is in the background, except for like the kiss at the end and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? But then I just wonder um, I wonder if that was written nowadays, would people be like, oh, it's very contrived? I, I hate like this word. This word, I'm not going to stop it. You know, like... It, 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 I hate it. <laughs> name their names. <laughs> I had a Twitter argument with someone about it. Um, <laughs> someone I really like, actually. How could you, how could you, you know, hate 
Inigo Montoya. Russell said this brilliant tweet the other day, and it's another thing I'm going to start laughing at. I'm just like, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Would you like to join my network on LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> and now I think of that every time I get a LinkedIn request. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Okay, we're getting anyway. sidetracked. Let's okay. go back. Let's go back. So, uh, remind us, okay, what is your question? My question is how do I put a realistic Irish romance? into a book without making it seem contrived. The characters should be drunk at all times. <laughs> <laughs> to be I'm honest, sorry. I've achieved that in a lot of places. Um, I, I just I don't, don't know how to do it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like if I don't follow the rom-com beats, I get punished for it. Yeah. But if I do follow them, it's completely fake to me. And, yeah. I, and I, I'd rather tear it up and throw it out. I, I just think like if you, you know... You, maybe if you don't have to answer all the romance questions mm-hmm. in it, you know, like that the thing throws them together. It's about the, the other plots, about the caper, right? Yeah. And they're flung together as part of that. Yeah. And, that, and they go from not knowing each other at all to like, actually, there's someone I can count on. Yeah. yeah. Like without it necessarily So maybe being, take the romance element until the end. Just, or not, it should be there all the way through, but mm-hmm. like peppered yeah. rather than... I don't, I, it's a choice actually, Cathy, I think, you know, yeah. you, like, if you think about romancing the stone, right? Right. I keep using really 80s references. Oh, but there's a brilliant one too. But, I, right. I actually don't know this. Oh my God. <gasps> oh, oh. oh my God. Romancing the stone. Romancing yes. the stone, Cathy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of okay. some girl kissing the Kathleen stone. Cathy Turner and Michael Douglas in yes. the only film that Michael Douglas has looked remotely attractive in. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he looks like oh, okay. Kurt Russell or something, and he looks, oh. he looks super 80s with the hair and everything. Sweet, and, sweet. And okay. it's um, basically, yeah, no, I just know my, my, yeah. my explanation is not going to help, but it, it, okay. it, it looks like it's an adventure that goes South America, can you remember what yes, it's South called? America. And there, like, yeah. there's crocodiles, and you know, it's all. You know, jungle and you know everything, and Danny DeVito's chasing after him in a mini. Your sister has been kidnapped. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember drug, it by drug lords. How yeah. have I never seen this? This is amazing. This is straight up my alley. I don't know yes. how you've never seen it, but it's a, it is a romance. Oh, she's okay. a writer. She's a writer. Oh, yes, and she's a romance. No, she's a romance, romance writer. writer. There we go. It's ticking all the boxes kind of, now. Anyway, so uh, her. <laughs> yeah, I read all your books. <laughs> I want that said to me one time. And uh, so, like, so. Uh, but it's so it's all this adventure stuff. But it is a romance. They have it's the beats of a romance. The oh, romance right. is yeah. on the top, okay. and the, the the location and the but it's you know complete. get caught in the jungle. They're stuck together. They can't get apart. Yeah. She wears high heels. Uh, right. Just <laughs> like you know. And now I never some point, it. At some point they have a shower and uh, mm-hmm. get clean again and look amazing. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. She okay. gets village clothes off a stall and right. it's beautiful. Okay. And oh, it like, looks tailored. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, like, yeah. And then, oh, and Danny DeVito is in it. Yeah, chasing like him. him in a little car. Across. And it, okay. I don't know how you haven't seen it. It's a classic eighties movie. Yeah. And but it, it's. I think it's probably a, might be a good one for you to watch. I mean, aside from the fact that I can't believe you haven't. Seen it. <laughs> right. um, just my general education. The romance. curriculum. I just think because even though it is a caper, yeah. and it is a caper after this. Green, yeah. emerald, diamond, uh-huh. something. Uh-huh. Um, the Rome, it is about the romance. So they have the, they have their kind of like interaction. But they probably have all these kind of mm-hmm. like okay. these beats. Yeah, and the caper is in the but the caper is the setting that the caper is the catalyst. Right, right. right. So in Princess Bride, the romance is the catalyst yeah. for the daring, dashing adventures. Yeah, you know, with yeah. Them on the run. Okay. So you uh-huh. have to decide which one is your catalyst and which one. 
is your, is your A story. Your a story. Right, great. I love bringing a question to you so you get more work for me. I love when that happens. <laughs> okay, okay. That was really helpful. Thank you. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was 2016 calendar. Um, so I was thinking about we're coming up to the new year yeah. and everybody's full of like good intentions. So I thought, what, what are you guys aiming at for 2016? Um, yeah, I have, uh, of course, I've made all these notes, but none of them are in um, chronological order. Yeah. Uh, so so Screencraft, uh, Screencraft have a whole pile of competitions mm. that are genre-based, so they're kind of across the year, and I actually might, if I get my editing job done, which I might try and do over Christmas, I might go in for the fellowship, which has a deadline in January, just cool. to draw back in, but mm. I'm not sure that I will. So there's, for they, at the moment, they have a sh- they have short story contests which is a traditional short story, but might be filmatic. They have mm-hmm. that, that's open at the moment, but probably, hopefully, will open again. They have family-friendly, they have a fellowship, they have action thriller, pilot TV script, sci-fi, horror, they have a residency, comedy, and short script. So, like, they, there's okay. a load of, of genre stuff there across yeah. the year. There's also um, the Academy Nichols Fellowship, which you can see at oscars.org, mm-hmm. um, and that's in May. The final draft competition is in... What, is that for the actual Oscars? Not for the Oscars. It's the Academy run right. this competition. I think I spoke about it for the Nichols Fellowship. Oh, you did. And, yes. uh, yeah, so yes. it's, these yes. are all just great yes. competitions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other thing... <laughs> Sorry, I was like, we could win an Oscar. <laughs> that would <laughs> I, be amazing. I, I, already have um, I uh, Sorry. I, just, I like to talk about it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, final draft, um, big break competition is in June. And that, again, that's by genre too. Um, and the other thing that I have is the London Screenwriters Festival in September 2016 and I don't know if I'll go to it but there is I think I, I might it would be a good experience there's also the things where you go and pitch at people like you've got a oh, room, yeah. room of people you're in there you've got a slot for like I don't know 45 minutes and there's like, you can go up to pitch to people and some obviously big, big important people will have long queues right. and then <laughs> you know so it's it's that kind of thing and you get to, you get an opportunity to pitch ideas of people and I, it just might be a really good experience but it's um, September 2016 so it might be, it's far enough away for me to think I might have actually done something by then because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. you'd have to have loads of ideas if you're going to be like pitch 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 but pitch. I reckon oh, yeah. if I had to I could come with all sorts of bullshit <laughs> I just make it up on the fly yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I didn't have ducks in space yeah yeah, that's right. But I'd be like, so they've already done it. Yeah, yeah. Howard, Howard the Duck. The duck. Yeah. yeah. A remake. We'll remake Howard the oh, Duck. No, please, no. 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 <laughs> oh my god. I, sorry, I don't know if you've heard about their rebooting Memento. No. Oh my god. How can you reboot that? Yeah. Yeah. That they're, was pretty mental the first time round. Does it need what? a reboot? No. And it's only fifteen years old. And um, yeah. No. Anyway, sorry. Um. So we could reboot all sorts of nonsense. But I could Is suggest Guy, that Guy Pearson in again. No, oh. I don't. Well, they just oh, look. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay. Moving on from that. That's just, no. <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Come up with fresh ideas. Don't just recycle some. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah. So what's yeah. your calendar like? So I I did some some research and there I mean there there's something going on like every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or every month, and and so I I read this article on the Right Life, their blog, which is which writers conferences to go to, okay. and so they have the categories. Um, there's like general writers conferences, then there's the specific ones for your like your genre, and um, yeah, and and they're just I mean they're all over the place. Um, but one thing I did look into is 
writers' retreats. Oh. So, and apparently they're open pretty much all the time. And there's a few here in Ireland. Okay. Um, there's one called the Anamkara, which I don't know where it is, but it looks very beautiful. Right. But, yeah. Um, but it's an artist's, a writer's and artist's retreat. Um, so if you were, I don't, I don't know, I've, I've kind of toyed with the idea of doing one. Mm-hmm. Just for an extended period of time, not for like a month or anything, yeah. but just a week to oh, see if I could think? really focus yeah. on my editing. Oh, one. Right. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And do you think you would write loads on one? I feel like I would get very distracted by all the new people. And I'd be like, hi, come talk to me. And they'd be like, get lost. <laughs> you know? Who are you? Yeah, well, they'd be like, I'm on a writer's retreat or a painting retreat or whatever. Yeah. I'm not here to be chatting to you. Well, I was in Berlin for the weekend and I was there for a long time. I was there for a reason, but I actually timed it so that I stayed after everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I was like really kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to write. And I really felt I could stay there for a week and write every day and go mm-hmm. randomly see something in the morning and then write all afternoon. Okay. I really okay. decided not to stay for a week, no problem, you know, and do right. that. Like, okay. But I'd have to be almost by myself because anytime yeah. there were people around for the weekend and I didn't, like there was a huge group of people around for the weekend, yeah. but I didn't get any time until they all left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, because so, you're socialising, you're meeting yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, like... So maybe yeah. writer's retreat, maybe it's a personality yeah. thing. Although, to be honest, to be honest, everybody else would probably tell me to get lost on the first day, so I'd probably get into a hump with them, and then I'd be like, I'm not talking <laughs> to them anyway. You. Yeah, yeah. But this yeah. one, you know, back to the whole, yes. like, cafes conversation we were having, yes, you know? Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the resources that I, I maybe use this one is Areogram oh, yeah. Studio, yeah. and mm-hmm. they always have, they always notify Every month, yeah. of the competitions that are coming up. Although I think they're very um, American-focused, are they? Is it an American uh, website? Or is... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because I noticed that some of the Irish competitions obviously don't come up on it because it's, if it's mm, a big American yeah. site, then I'll see. Yeah, they have some in the UK, mm-hmm. the UK yeah. ones. But yeah. I, yeah, I haven't seen any Irish ones. Mm. No. Mm. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've, I kind of got bogged down with the, the writer's retreat and mm-hmm. I didn't really look up the competitions because <laughs> I don't know about them I do I do like that they give you a deadline mm-hmm. but of course like okay there's this kind of love-hate relationship with it because mm-hmm. unless you put you have to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and then this is a good way to do it and Short stories and but short stories. I don't know. They're just not my thing. As that's kind of becoming clear <laughs> yeah. to me. Um, so yeah, I I just okay. I don't know because I was looking up on writing.ie, um, and they again mm. have an area for competitions. Yeah. And um, they had already. They've got I think about five or six of them up for twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, again, some of them are poetry. Some of them are short right. story. Mm-hmm. But there's one up there yeah. that's a mystery one. Um, I can't actually remember the name of it. But um, I was like, right, bookmarking that. Because mm-hmm. what I've decided this year is I'm just going to pick, yeah, one, or pick two, one or two. And I'm just going mm-hmm. to yeah, go yeah. straight for them. Yeah, I did yeah. look up writing.ie. And mm-hmm. then I got, they have the website for the retreats. 
right, the different okay. retreat yeah. centers. They have they have one that's in uh, Spain. They actually had two in Spain. One right. in Italy, <laughs> one in France. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. So these were all foreign retreats. Um. Oh, but they had a you know the the ones in Ireland. Oh, sorry, as you well. mentioned one in Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just to say, I actually did put a resources tab on the website. Oh, did you? I did. I messed around. If you happen to be on the website and it went crazy one day, that was because I was going, oh, that doesn't go there. All right. <laughs> there. Um, and I might, we might kind of consolidate our calendars and, mm-hmm. and maybe do that, put that on the resources Yeah, okay. So, that sounds really know? good. Yeah, so, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, um, so that's all we have time for this week. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, you can find us on... Uh, Twitter at the Irish Writers Pod. At Irish Writers Pod. At, at Irish Writers Pod. No, no. Um, <laughs> on uh, email at the Irish Writers Podcast at gmail.com and on Facebook. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah on Facebook. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awful at this. I posted an extra today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that actually. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, okay, so thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.